Panic, stress, and depression has become the norm in our society lately. And it's affected me these days harder than ever. I've become to a point where the panic has paralyzed me and many things that I do in my life with work, church, family, where it's hard just to go out and enjoy myself. Stress has driven me to a point where I stress about everything, panic about everything, and this has led me to depression. And one of the things that I notice and I learn in this stage of going through panic, depression, and stress is voices in my head. Not that I'm hearing voices. Hear me out. Sometimes you'll have a good day and one situation, one moment, one second in your life turns your life upside down and you're reliving that moment your whole day. You had a perfect day. You had a wonderful day to that moment. And then from there on, you keep reliving and you keep thinking about it and you keep hearing voices. You should have done it this way or you could have handled it this way. Or how can I get even with this person or with this situation? How can I get out of it? You'll be putting all your force and all your might thinking, how can I take care of this situation? Why did this situation happen? And by the time you realize it's the end of the day and these voices that you've been having conversations with in your head have ruined your whole day and maybe your whole night because you will not be able to sleep after going through a stressful moment like that. An example, I was driving to work one, I think it was afternoon, and this one person cut me off to a point where if I didn't slam the brakes, it would have been a very bad accident. That moment, my day turned into a stressful day because of one second. And it wasn't because what happened is because I relived it in my mind so many times. And I worry about it and I thought about it and I, I said, man, this person, this, this person, that. And those voices in my head became a conversation with myself, which if I would have just stopped it and said, thank God and nothing else happened and not paid attention to it, my day would have been a beautiful day because it was going a beautiful day. I was having a blessed day to that moment. And I realized I gave it more emphasis than it deserved. I should have not paid attention to it. It happened. It was one second. I work in a stressful situation where I work with customers. And sometimes customers are very demanding or rude. In the beginning, my hands will shake with anger or just stressed out. And some customers will take you to a point of panic because you're afraid of, wow, I don't want to mess this up. And your hand starts getting sweaty and you start trembling a little bit. But I've learned by keeping control of the moment and not giving those voices in my head chances to grow 
and make my day worse without even seeing the person, just thinking, oh, this person is coming. This person is going to make my life miserable. Oh, how can I? No. Voices, they're there to play with your mind, to distract you from other things in your life. It's not easy. I'm going through it every day, and I'm trying to learn how to control it. And sometimes it's out of our hands because sometimes we don't have the control because the stress is going to come. People are going to push you to a limit where they're going to see how far they could push you before you break. And it's not easy because people love pressing buttons. When it gets so bad where your panic and your stress and your oppression start destroying your life, that's when you got to sit down and reevaluate your life. Reevaluate your situations that you're going into. I've been going through that evaluation in my life. And I realized there are several key points that is the triggers for my panic and my stress and my depression. Family is one thing that you cannot walk away from. But you can learn how to protect yourself from them. There are several topics that you shouldn't touch with your family because you know it's a trigger point. And sometimes you do got to get up and walk away from the situation because you don't want to put fuel to the fire. Work is one thing that is really testing you. It tests me every day. But you got several options. First of all, you can't panic because things that haven't happened and you shouldn't stress for things that haven't happened. And you should never let you never let you get to depression, which I've had let happen several times. And I've been off of this podcast for a while because it did get to me. To a point where I had to take two weeks off to reevaluate myself I had to learn how to stop and take deep breath and realize that I can't control everybody I can't control every situation and it was not easy and I'm going to go through some major changes in my life because I've noticed I have to make changes in my life that are destroying me between my eating habits between the lack of exercise that I used to do and now I'm not doing it. And everybody's blaming COVID for the weight gain and not going to the gym. But the excuses are just excuses. Those are also voices in your head because you keep making excuses for yourself. Which in the back of your head, you know, it's not true. That you could do exercise at home. You could control your diet. Yeah, you get anxiety and you get panic and you get stressed and you start stress eating, panic eating. And you know what? That's lack of control. One of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. And for me, that's been the fruit of the spirit that I've asked God to help me with. Because that's something that I do not have as much as I thought I had when I was younger. And I pray to God to help me every day with that. So I sat down and I realized I have to do some changes in my life. Eliminate 
one factor that is destroying me, which I'm not going to say because it's private. But I realized that I just can't get up and do that change because it's a major change in my life. And it affects other people around me. So I realized I got to put it all in God's hand. Got to realize that God has given me the strength to do many things. Which the voices in your head will say, you, you are not that good. You are not that talented. You cannot do nothing else because you were been this all your life. And But the people around you, they see what you could do. And they'll tell you, you should do this. You should try this. I see this. I see that. I've talked myself out of all those things that everybody says I could do. Why? Because once you start believing that you could do something, those voices in your head start battling against you. And then it becomes a battle. I won an award at work a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago. The certification, I gave it to my wife and I told her, hide it. I don't want to see it. She looked at me like, wow, okay. And she put it away somewhere because she loves when I am recognized for my hard work or something special that I did. In my mind, in my heart, I think I don't deserve it. Why? Because for many years, these voices in my head says, you're not that good. You're not that special. And in my life, I've got a couple of awards that should have meant something for me. And I never kept them. I always gave one to my mother. I had a little figurine that they gave it to me as something great that I did. Or they say I did something great. And they gave it to me to, you know, to celebrate me. I gave it to my older brother that has it. And this certificate, I gave it to my wife. Why? When people celebrate me, I feel like now I got to do something more. And sometimes I feel I'm not good enough in the beginning. Because voices in my head always tell me, you're not that good. And that's something that been destroying me. But you know what I'm realizing? That if I'm a child of God, I don't have to walk around arrogant, but I also don't have to walk with my head in the ground like an ostrich. And I'm trying to learn that. Am I going to put that certificate up on the wall? No. But at least I knew I won something and it's not going to destroy me because I'm not going to think about well, now people are going to judge me this way. Oh, people are going to think about me this way. No. What I believe is that it was something that I was recognized for. I appreciate it, and I thank God for the situation. Now it's time to move on. Try to keep my head up, and don't let this stress me out. One of the things depression loves to do is destroy Likes to destroy your life, your relationship, and your faith over your faith in anything. 
one of the things that has been destroying is my faith with God with the suppression. Because there's so many people arguing about everything nowadays, and there's so much noise out there that if you're not careful, you lose connection with God and realize that, hey, I needed a moment to connect with him for he could help me. And when you're not paying attention, you start losing faith in God, family, and that's rough. So I'm going to do some changes in the next couple of years because you just can't get up and say, okay, it's time to make a change. Let's just abandon everything and, you know, see what happens. No, you got to be wise with your changes. There's people that are having problems with work. It doesn't mean I'm going to quit my job. It means you get an education, you study something, or you prepare something, you get your resume ready, and you work to a point where you could move on to another position, or another job, another company, but you do it the smart way. I know sometimes you're feeling, you're feeling like you're drowning, but you got to take it one step at a time. And I understand that part now. I've left a lot of jobs just fed up and says, okay, it's time to go. And I've done it. Now you got to think about how you do the stuff because you got family, you got bills, you got responsibilities, and you got dreams that you want to accomplish. You got to analyze what's destroying you. That's one of the most important thing in your life. Realize what's destroying you. Write it down. And then make up an action plan of how to fix that part. And pray over it. And one of the most important part is don't listen to those voices in your head. I know you think it sounds weird, these voices in your head. But if you sit down in silence, you will realize that in your mind, you will have a conversation because there's always good and bad around you. There's always positive and negative around you. And the way you got to do is learn how to put a filter where you filter what comes in and use it for yourself. Which thing come, what comes in that's going to help you go forward? Don't let nothing come in that's going to destroy you or push you back. I didn't say that it's not going to hurt you because we got to go through pain sometimes to grow. That's why they call it growing pains. And sometimes you realize, you know, you're stronger than what you thought. Because I've talked to people lately and they've gone through so many things in their life. If I would have talked to them before it happened, they would have said, oh, this would have killed. This will kill me. This will kill me. But I've known people that have gone through situations that if you talk to them now, they're like, I don't know how I went through it. It's because God holds your hand and walk you through it. You are stronger than what you think you are. Only thing is that you put yourself down for so many years. You've spoken words over you that has been negative over you for so many years that has been so negative that you start to believe it. So let's try to be positive for a moment. Let's try to keep our heads up and try to be positive and say, I'm going to get through this. I could get through this step by step. 
I'm going to get through it. Little by little, I'm going to make it through the other side. Stress, you can't control stress. Stress is always going to happen around you. They're always Stress is a measurement, like for metal, to see how strong it is. So you got to put pressure on it, the stress on it, to see how strong that metal is. And sometimes you go through life and you got to go through stress to see how strong you really are. And when you realize how strong you are, you are very surprised because you're like, I wouldn't believe it. I would not believe that I went through it and I came out through the other side. Depression and panic is something that if we could control our minds and eliminate some of the negativity that goes in our head and sometimes get rid of the negativity that is around you, you'll be able to control the stress and the depression and the panic attacks. And the most important thing is protect what it wants to destroy. If it wants to destroy your marriage, there's a reason why, because your marriage is very important. If, if it, those voices want to destroy your work, your job, there's a reason why it wants to destroy your job, because it wants to take it away from you. If it stresses and it, and it beats the heck out of you, your relationship with God, you know what that is. They want to take the most important thing away from you because they know without God, everything else is going to crumble. So as I know it's been a long time since I did a podcast. And like I said, this is a learning experience and I'm going through it a little bit, a little bit and a little bit at a time. And I went through a, to a rough time between the stress and panic and the depression. But I realized and identified what is destroying me. Now I'm sitting down. I spoke with my wife and I told her, you know, my relationship with my wife is the only thing beside the relationship with God that keeps me going forward. And I told her the situation. We sat down. I gave her hey, what do you think about this starting next year? And she says, you know what? That's a good idea. So I brought in somebody beside myself into a conversation that sees the situation from the outside. One of those persons that God put around you that's a cheerleader, that's cheering you on, saying, hey, you could do this, while everything in your head and everything in your heart is telling you you're not good enough. Your cheerleader is telling you, you are good and you could do it. And I appreciate my wife that has my back and she's always helping me. And she always tells me, keep going forward. You need to find somebody that has your back, that is your personal cheerleader, that has knowledge in God, knowledge of reality. Because you also don't need somebody that gives you some fantasies and make you do some dumb thing and your life really goes kind of crazy. You got to be careful who is your cheerleader. Make sure it's a person that you could trust because you don't want to tell everybody your problems because most of the people don't care about your problems. And the one that wants to hear your problems is because it makes them happy because you're going through problems. So out of 99 people, you might have one person that really has your back. And that's the person that you should be talking to. And believe it or not, you will have one of those person. You just got to analyze your life and realize, you know, who has God put in my life 
that's going to help me and give me advice to go forward. When I need economic advice, I talk to my brother who's an accountant and he gives me the perfect advice. And sometimes he gives me rough, tough love money-wise. He goes, hey, you're spending too much money on this. You got to be careful with this. You should invest in this. He went into my 401k um, a couple months ago he arranged the stuff and, you know, he took care of me and he did the same for my wife because he is wise and money. And he's the person that gave me the knowledge and gave me advice what I should do. And I appreciate it. My wife, she's my cheerleader. Every time I'm down, beat up, she brings me back up to life. Let me know like, hey, you know, you got this. I believe in you. God didn't bring you all the way over here just to let you fall on your face. And I'm like, wow, thank you. I needed that at this moment. My mom, my mom is a very special person in my life. I try to call her almost every day. And if I don't, I try to call her every other day. Because I see what she's gone through in life. She's been beaten up really bad. But she still has a smile with God. And I'm like, wow. And sometimes she's in pain and you won't get the best out of her. But when she's in great shape, she'll tell you everything and gives you advice, even if you don't ask for it. And a lot of times it's great advice. And I appreciate God put my mom in my life because she is the most special person in my life beside my wife and God. So one of the most important part that I want to close with is don't entertain yourself or conversation in your head with situations that doesn't have nothing to do with your reality. If a moment ruins your moment, don't let it ruin the rest of your day. And I know that's hard to do. It's easy to say, but it's hard to do. Don't let a moment ruin your day. And keep your head up. And remember, we, we are going through it right now. I haven't gone through it. I'm still going through it. And I know a lot of people are going through anxiety and depression. Even our job gave us um, like a training video over suicide because in this day, that's something that's happening big time. So you are not alone. You know, there's always somebody out there that's willing to listen to you, to give you an advice or just give you a shoulder to cry on. You're not alone. So please keep going forward. There's ways to fight these panic, stress, and depression. But remember, all that starts in your head. And if you give it space there, it'll take over your life. God bless. Love you guys.